Welcome to Word at Nine, a podcast dedicated to lifting up the voices of student preachers at Yale Divinity School. I'm your host, Christy Stang. Today, we welcome Katie Kirk as our preacher. Katie is a second-year seminarian and chapel minister at Berkeley Divinity School at Yale and is currently serving St. Paul's on the Green in Norwalk. She's originally from rural Alabama. Our reading for today, before we hear from Katie, comes from Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Let's sit with scripture for a moment. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Katie, thank you for your reflections today. You've noticed a lot of prophets and waiting in the readings these last couple weeks. They have not been light, and all of them have had a sense of already and not yet. Christ has already come, and Christ is coming. Hope and peace are for right now, and are promised to us. This week, we celebrate joy in the midst of waiting, suffering, and sometimes even apocalyptic times. Every morning this summer, I took the elevator to the seventh floor of a hospital in Atlanta, to work as a chaplain on the 71 ICU, where the most critical COVID patients in our hospital were. Every day, I wore a light blue chaplain's lab coat and dark gray scrubs, my hair pulled back into a tight bun, my N95 mask leaving red imprints on my face. As the Delta variant of COVID ravaged our unit, I listened. I listened to nurses cry from the trauma of watching our patients die. I listened to patients' final wishes and scrawled them on advanced directive paperwork with my gloved hands gripping a ballpoint pen. I listened to final goodbyes to my patients from their families on Zoom calls. And I prayed. I prayed for healing. I prayed for hope. I prayed for good lives and good deaths. I also laughed. In the midst of daily death, daily ventilation, daily grief and heartbreak and trauma, some of the hardest I've ever laughed has been with patients and nurses and doctors and respiratory therapists. Respiratory therapists are the funniest people I've ever met in the halls of the 71 ICU. And this wasn't whistling in the dark, or nihilism, or consoling ourselves with distraction. This was not joy that undid grief. Nothing could mitigate the suffering all around us. This was joy that somehow, miraculously, grew alongside our grief, refusing to let life's worst crush it. 
Nobody was having a good time when the passages of scripture for Advent 3 and Year C in the Revised Common Lectionary were written. John the Baptist was living in a land occupied by an oppressive government. Paul was in prison. Isaiah's culture was dominated by the Babylonians. Zephaniah preached judgment in the midst of a corrupt political system. These were dark times. And yet, prophets instructed their people, commanded their people, to rejoice. There is one way to understand the command to rejoice in the midst of suffering that bears a certain resemblance to something we've all experienced. You mention to someone you love that you're grieving the death of a loved one, and they reply, but you should be thankful they're in heaven now. You mention that you have a painful medical condition, and someone replies, at least it's not worse. Everything happens for a reason. Don't cry. You have so much to be happy about. These are attempts to diminish suffering with joy. But no amount of joy can take away our suffering. Even Jesus Christ was resurrected with his wound still on his body. Joy does not undo suffering. The pain of the last two years cannot be taken away by the joy of being back in this building, worshiping together. The death toll of COVID was not rolled back by the joy of each new vaccination and treatment. But just as no amount of joy can take away suffering, no amount of suffering can take away joy. Joy coexists with suffering and suffering with joy, and there is still laughter in the COVID ward. Joy is not the solution to suffering, but a miracle within it. However sad and painful, Christmas still comes in the midst of the grief of the last two years. Life stays hard as it ever is, but when the time comes, we celebrate. And we must. As Jack Gilbert writes in his poem, Brief for the Defense, we must risk delight. We can do without pleasure, but not delight, not enjoyment. We must have the stubbornness to accept our gladness in the ruthless furnace of this world. To make injustice the only measure of our attention is to praise the devil. None of our texts this week makes an attempt to explain away suffering. Rather, John the Baptist gives his people tasks. He tells people to do. Wendell Berry says that resurrection is a practice. And poet Anna Kamenska writes that joy is not just a gift. In a sense, it's also a duty, a task to fulfill, courage. Joy asks courage of us. Not the courage to brute force happiness, but to be brave enough to drink from the cup of sorrow and the cup of joy. Joy in the midst of suffering is scary and disorienting. 
we may feel that our moments of delight in the midst of disaster are out of control, or even a betrayal of our grief. Martin Buber acknowledges this, writing that moments of joy are beams of power that stream into the ordered world and dissolve it again and again. Where pain and joy coexist, you glimpse eternity. Joy is already and not yet present in our lives. We will one day be in a world with no suffering, but that joy breaks into our lives, even in the midst of our pain. Give yourself permission to experience pain and joy together, intermingled like water and wine, trusting God that neither is tainted by the other, that nothing will be wasted in the end. For there is still laughing in the COVID ward. Thanks be to God. This has been Word at Nine, a podcast dedicated to lifting up the voices of student preachers at Yale Divinity School. Thank you for listening.